Welcome to As the Story Grows. I'm Brian Patton. How about a bonus drummer episode this week? Today we welcome back Stephen Osicki to the podcast. Stephen is in a new band called Carried Away by Owls. Their pink EP came out in February. Stephen talks about leaving Caterpillars, what's happening with Fake Lives, Real Demons, and how he got involved in this new band. I'm a fan of the Carried Away by Owls EP, and I hope you enjoyed this update on the musical projects of Stephen Osicki. Well, let's let's go back in time. Uh, you uh, you decided and made this announcement that you were quitting music. You were out of Caterpillars. You you sold your drum kit. What what led to that decision? Well, at that time, it was like <laughs> it was it was it was a lot for me. Like I thought, like for real, I was done. Like it was like I was like over music. Like I was not happy at all. It was more than not being happy, and anything was making me happy, because like I was just really emotional when it came to the band. Cause I was in the Caterpillars for years, like yeah. you know, over ten, you know, and this came to that point where I wasn't happy, and I be- it became like a really like, I guess, a confusing thing. Like, was I happy with the band? Was I happy with music? You know, like what what was it that wasn't making me happy? You know, mm-hmm. and. So I just decided to quit everything, you know, like quit the band, quit music and stuff, and just focus on my kids, you know, see if that would make me better. Because it, def- it was definitely a mental health thing. Yeah. You know, and just like trying to get, you know, trying to understand what I'm going through and stuff and get that out of the way and yeah. push that away and see what I can focus on. But then when time <laughs> came and stuff, you know, I was just like, well, that didn't really change anything, you know, <laughs> you know, and I was just like, man, like, and then I started missing music, you know, and, yeah. and I did realize, and I hate to say it, you know, I did realize it was the band. It wasn't music itself. It was the band that I started not being happy with. You know, I, I felt yeah. out of place. I felt like I wasn't part of the band anymore because back in the day I used to be like, you know, I used to do everything for the band. Mm-hmm. Now I used to book the shows. I used to like talk to people. I used to like, pretty much do everything, and then stuff changed, and I felt like I just got pushed aside, and there was a lot of arguments going on, yeah. you know. And it was just, yeah. it was just like I don't, you know, like Ben moved, so that started the whole thing. Was like, you know, we still made two albums with Ben gone, yeah, but it was just like, you know, it wasn't like we have practice, we have played shows, we haven't done anything, you know. I was just at home arguing with people on, on the phone about what we should do with the album and how we should release it. And then they'd start taking stuff away from me and it just became this big thing. You know, I'm just not happy anymore. You know, it's just, I think music's t- taking me down. 
Yeah. But then, like I said, it, it was pretty much the band, not really music, because I started missing music a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I love Chris, I love Eric, and I love Ben. I, I love them so much, and I still consider my friends, everything. It's just, I just felt like I've betrayed a little bit with some things, you know, and I just had to move on from it, you know. Yeah. And, that that was that, you know. I just took a break from music, not a long yeah. break, but I took a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think COVID had an impact on that, like interpersonal stuff with the band, where it's like because there's not shows and getting together maybe as much, even though you have this record that came out of it. Like, do you think there was just like, all right, people are now looking for different ways to interact with the band and be a part of it? And yeah, I mean, I could see that. And COVID was pretty much like. It was hit or miss with COVID, you know, like we released two albums and we got a lot of work done at mm -hmm. home, you know, and then just going to the studio and stuff, you know, and that was really cool. You know, we had a lot, you know, we had a lot of opportunities there, but yeah, just not seeing them that much, not being connected as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, it took a toll. It definitely took a toll on me, you know, being at home 24-7 all the yeah. time doing anything. And I think that's where the mental health came from, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't just the band, too. It was, like, my my wife and everything. Like, you know, it's just a lot of things, you know. This, you know, this became, like, a really emotional experience for me and stuff. And luckily, everything is all good and great now. Yeah. Not that my wife and I were never great. It was just, you know, this... You know, being home twenty four seven all the time. You know, yeah. <laughs> telling anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start to butt heads. <laughs> yeah. I just talked to uh, Josh Ashworth the other day, um, and oh, we, we mentioned. <laughs> so we mentioned his uh, guest spot on the uh, Caterpillars record, and he said you had reached out to him. What led you to reach out to Josh for that? Like way back in the day. <laughs> well, I well, Josh. I'm trying to remember how that even came about. <laughs> like. Well, Josh and I were friends before that. Yeah. So I knew I knew Josh before that and everything because I was a huge fan of um, Society's Finest. And um, and him and I played in bands together. Like, I even like, played with Society's Finest for, like, a couple practices. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, you know, you know the, the tryout and everything, but the band just kind of just, like, fell off. You know, yeah. they didn't, like, do anything. It was like a reunion thing. That they try to get back together and this kind of this like there's like two practices, you know, <laughs> practice and a half. And we played um I played in another band with him with members from his band called Evelyn um back in the day. Okay. And so I knew Josh, you know, because we became friends, we like to sing kind of music, and he started liking Caterpillars a lot. And he heard his stuff, and so I asked him. I heard, he heard the two singles, the two songs. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, I love this so much. And I said, well, won't you be a part of my song? And so I just asked him, and that was pretty much it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that was like our heavy, our heaviest song on the, you know, or on that album. Yeah. If it was heavy at all, you know, but, and that's just, that's just how it was.
Well, before you uh, left Caterpillars, you uh, you recorded the drums for Frontier for the Fallen. How was that uh, process different? Uh, the writing and recording for that different because the pandemic. Well, it was pretty much the same as the album before that. Okay, we did the same thing, so um, it was it was easy. It was simple. You know, I just recorded the, the drums on my electronic drum kit. Yeah. Gave them to Eric, and um, he did what you know he did what he did. You know. So it was it was pretty simple, you know. I missed the real, I missed the real drums, acoustic drums, and <laughs> studio thing, you know. But I still love how you know technology and how everything's going now that yeah. I can just record anything I want mm-hmm. at home and then make it sound like real studio drums yeah. with a program. You know, it's like it's nothing different. I'm still playing drums. I'm still doing everything you would do in a studio. You know, it's just a lot simpler because. I can edit it myself, you know, put it in the right spots and stuff and send it over to the guy mixing it and he can mix it right to the music. So it's, it's yeah. easier, definitely easier. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. I do miss acoustic drums. And when we practice the new band, you know, it, it feels so good. We practice like once a month, maybe once every other month. That's how, that's how much we practice. Like we don't practice that much. Yeah. Singer lives in Houston which is like five hours, I think, maybe six, I don't know, away from us. Yeah, Nobody okay. has to long view, so we can get together, but like as a practice of the band, you know, we only, I only get to use a acoustic drum kit maybe once. Yeah. Once, once. But everything else is electronic drum kit, even practicing at home, playing with my kids, it's electronic drum kit. I got more used to my electronic drum kit with everything. Mm-hmm. Just practice, having fun, you know, recording. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's just it's I'm not easier now than this. How it used to be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a, a Alesis um, Nitro okay. kit. Okay, it's a, it's a cheap. Um, I don't, I don't want to say cheap, but it's a <laughs> you know not one of the most expensive drum kit. You know, we're trying to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's it does the job. You know, I added yeah. some I added some symbols to it. I changed the snare to it. So, like, I made it my own, you know, and yeah. it's not just with everything that came with the package, you know. So, I made it my own to work for me, and I got my computer set up with it, and... Nice. Yeah. talk about uh fake lives real demons uh real fast you guys released uh liz and randy snake charmers yes uh, 2021 what's the uh status of that band i have no clue (laughs) (laughs) we um we i wrote drums recorded drums for like six other songs okay uh two like three new songs and actually yeah six seven songs um Three original new songs and four songs that were cover songs. Cool. We were going to do a cover like, EP and stuff. Yeah. It had it start a new band that he started practicing with. That's like local, so you have to like practice live and go shows and thing. And he has his own thing. And Matt, their singer, is just waiting. <laughs> so, so yeah, this it this it didn't happen. It's not. We didn't break up. And me yeah. and Ryan actually just talked about 
finishing the songs. You know, he's just, we're just really busy with our new stuff and we don't know. We don't know if it's going to happen or when it's going to happen, but it's, it's still there. The drums are still there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this new project, Carried Away by Owls. How'd this yes. get started? Uh, well, my friend Nick, I, well, he, he wasn't my friend at the time. He messaged me on Facebook. Hmm. Well, okay, let me go back. <laughs> I, I have a friend that I only met online that I've been talking to online, Nathan, for like a couple years now since I moved here. Yeah. And he was in a band with Nick and some other guys, but he kept on talking to me because he liked, he liked Caterpillars. And we talked about doing shows together, you know, never happened and stuff because, you know, the whole pandemic and me quitting the band and quitting music. Yeah. And um, so him and Nick were going to try to do another project. And so they took me out to lunch. And, well, Nick messaged me on Facebook, said, hey, I know you don't know me, you know, but, hey, I'm interested in playing music with you if you want to go out to lunch with me and Nathan and we can talk about things. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We had lunch together. We talked. I got to actually meet Nathan in, in person, not just online, and I met Nick and stuff. And they're local from my town, you know, so mm-hmm. it's really cool. But, like, because, you know, I don't go out. I don't do anything. You know, I'm, I'm a stay-at-home dad. You know, I don't even drink, so I don't go to the bar or anything. So I don't, you know, so it's like I don't, I don't meet people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't meet people. So if it's not online, I don't, you know. I still, <laughs> <it was> really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was really cool that I got to – um play you know got to meet them and stuff and then we said okay let's 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 do something and so us three actually got together a few times at nick's house and we just started jamming on things writing our own music and nick was already in a band with this guy named matt called carry away by house they were already writing music just them two and you know they they never got anywhere like they just had these songs just done you know, and they just never put them out, and you know they never finish the songs. They're just they're done. Just not mixed all the way, you know. And eventually, they that's like only a few months ago started finishing things and releasing like a singles. Yeah. And I was in a band with Nathan, Nick, and this other girl named Tiffany that we asked to join our band. She had an amazing voice, but it just didn't work out because she was so busy with her kids and her modeling and everything. So it just didn't work out. So Matthew, the, gu- the guitar player, singer from Creative Way Owls, was like, hey, would you be interested in playing drums for, you know, our band? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I really like your music. And I says, well, if I play drums, can Nathan, our bass player, play bass in the band? He's like, yeah. yeah. So we just kind of just took that band and put it towards their band together. and <laughs> meshed together. And that's how we got the EP and that's how we got the new songs that we're re- writing right now. Nice. nice. And, yeah, and that's and that's where we are, you know. And like you said, he lives in Houston, so we only talk on a phone, or you know, that's pretty much it. You know, he like sends yeah. me like back and forth. You know, I see I see Nick and Nathan, but you know, 
but that's a whole band. We don't really get together except for on the phone. So it's kind of like Caterpillars again, but at least with Nick and Nathan, I can actually contact them because they're local, you know, and, you know, do things with them and stuff, you know, it's just when a singer comes, we just have to wait a couple months or a month yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I'm like super happy with this band. Like, it's weird, like how the music and my like emo and then I guess like hardcore and stuff. And it's like, I think it's a really good mixture of both. It's not really heavy, yeah, but it's like maybe like in a way of like Deftones heaviness at some parts. It's you know? it's kind of like Holy Fonz esque, where like if there was screaming in there, you'd be like, yeah, totally. That, yeah, that yeah, but it's in that vein of like that post shoegazy. Yeah, whatever. I can see that. Yeah, so like it, it hits the spots and everything I love, you know, emo, you know, heavy, you know, shoegazy, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like I'm like in love with these new songs. So we're, we have we don't, we're the debate is if we're doing an EP or an an album, mm-hmm. but but we have tons of songs to do either. So like we're ready yeah. to do it. We just got to finish them up and. We are going to be releasing the single soon, just to get things going again. Um, that might be on the album or EP, whatever. But we just want to release one song. Yeah, and I'm really excited about it. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything yet about it. But it features somebody awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's 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 getting there. But that's we, but we want to release that song as soon as we can. Okay, you know to get something going because it's going to be a while before we actually have another EP or album out. So we want to have uh, something out there, you know, to get out more. Yeah. Yeah. The pink EP, is that a Sunday real estate inspired? Honestly, I think it is. (laughs) But I didn't name the EP. Um, Okay. Matt did, you know, and, um, but his idea actually is to have tons of different EPs from different colors. Okay. So be pink. Or like, oh no, the first one was pink. Next one will be blue, and you know whatever red. You know whatever he wants. You know, and um, but when I first heard it, I was like, this has to be Sunday the Rest Inspired. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. at least it would be for me. You know, since I'm a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. Is it good for you, like? being in this place where like there's no pressure to play shows or tour and just like, it's just making music for fun. Yes. It, it definitely is very helpful. It makes me have time for my kids. Mm-hmm. It makes me have my time for my life. You know, I just, you know, I go to the, my, my office where I have my drum kit, record my drums, you know, edit it a little bit, send it to Matt and I'm done until he asks, Hey, here's another song. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it makes the things a lot easier. That being said, I am so ready to play shows again yeah. and get out there and, you know, and just play local shows. Like, will I tour? Will I do all that kind of stuff? No, I probably will yeah. never tour again. Yeah. I think touring for me is over unless it's like a somehow a huge tour that we get paid a lot of money, you know, kind of thing. Right. But besides that, no, I just think it's just locally, you know, local shows here and there, not even playing a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. You know, just like once in a blue moon kind of thing. You know, just us practicing and writing, writing music. I think that's all I care about now. You know, yeah. You know, as long as the music, as long as the music is heard, and um, that's all I care about. Yeah. Anyway, you know, yeah. like our like our singer Matt was like, he doesn't even care if the songs get released. 
<laughs> not, not in a bad way. Right, right, right. I don't, right, I don't right. mean a bad way, but he says like he just wants to do it for fun. Like he just yeah. loves the music. He's writing. He does it. He's not in that mindset that he doesn't care that people listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants to get it out and just play it. But I'm like, dude, like your voice is amazing. The music you're writing is really good. It has to be heard. So yeah. I'm the kind of guy that's like pushing it out to be like, okay, we need to get this out. He's like, okay. Yeah. I was like, do your thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going back to like the whole the old social media, you know, promotion stuff like I did with Caterpillars with this album. So it makes me, you know, excited again to be able to do that kind of stuff again for this yeah. band. As a, as a stay-at-home dad, are there things you've been uh, enjoying, watching, listening to, reading lately, or is it just like bluey all the time? <laughs> um, it's bluey, blippy, or um, uh, Disney movies like Encanto yeah. or Moana. That's like the four big things. But um, yeah, I been going back to like bands that had albums that I never gave a chance to. Okay. Like like Norma Jean. Like I've been listening to Norma Jean's latest stuff. Yeah. And not that I never liked it, it's just I never gave it a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I was always like a big redeemer, old god, old god, the aftermath, you know, fan, oh. and a blessed tomorrow, of course. But like, that was like my Norma Jean, you know. And so I just never other gave the other other stuff a chance. Yeah. But now I'm going back, and I was like, oh man, I missed out. Like it's like yeah. so good. I'm on, like I'm going backwards. I listen. I listen to forgotten first down the. I listen to the latest album first, mm-hmm. and now I'm on all hail right now, and I'm yeah. like, oh man, like all hail is incredible. Like I was like, like I'm just blown away. But yeah, I'm just going back to bands that have albums out, and um, just doing that. And I also found this new band that actually I found today, it's called Gatherers. Gatherers, something like that. Okay. And they're really good too. They remind me like Glass Jaw mixed with like Tor- Torture Moray. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, they're they're a really good band. But besides that, no, I just watch movies with the kids and <laughs> hang out. <laughs> I'm just excited about the band, you know, I'm really, really happy with the music I'm making and I haven't been this happy with music in a long time and I love the guys that we're, I'm doing it with and I'm just so excited about showing them this single and announcing the per- person that we're featuring, <laughs> you know, because, you know, it's, I think it can be a big deal for us. Yeah. 
you know, and I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm excited about getting our music out and getting people to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You speaking, of, speaking of features, how'd the feature with uh, Chris uh, from Mineral work out on the last Caterpillars record? Well, I, I love Chris. Chris was just so nice to me. Like, like I met him like once at a Mineral show. And um, like when he did the reunion Mineral show. Yeah. And I met him, I talked to him, and he was like so nice. And we became Facebook friends. And we never really talked on Facebook except for here and there. Yeah. But he always said, you have a, like, he always commented on my comments, like, like my pictures, like, oh, you got a beautiful family. I hope you guys are doing well, you know, everything, you know. He always, like, messaged me, like, happy birthday, you know, happy, like, just out of nowhere, you know, like, like, yeah. wow, Crystal Mineral, like, it's like taking his time out to, like, you know. So it was like, it was like a big deal to me, you know, I'm just like, wow, you know, a guy that influenced me. Yeah. Just like William Goldsmith and, like, like, man, like, that's one thing about social media on Facebook. You, you become friends with people you don't expect you ever become friends with and yeah. talk to, you know? So that's, that's really cool. But we just became friends and I just asked him, I was like, Hey, would you mind doing a vocals for a song that we think you would fit well in? And, um, he lives in Austin, Texas, which is only four hours away from us. Yeah. And Eric lives or lives in Austin, Texas. So he just went to Eric's house and recorded his vocal part. And that was it. And, Nice. Yeah, it was. I think that I think it came out amazing. I was really happy with it. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's same thing with Jonah. The same thing happened with Jonah from yeah. from far when yeah. I drawing. I just asked him, you know, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll I'll do it." <laughs> you know, it's just like people that you just don't expect to be like talking to that are just so nice. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Same thing with um, with the, the next person. Like I just asked, I asked his brother, and um, his brother become friends with him on on Facebook, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll talk to him about it and everything and stuff." And he he liked the song, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm down to do it and stuff." And you know, and I was like, "Heck yeah, let's do it!" <laughs> I'm just excited. I'm really excited, you know. And sorry, I'm all kidding. <laughs> Thanks for listening to As the Story Grows. Our intro music was written and composed by Jeremy Hunt. The As the Story Grows theme is by Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can join us at patreon.com slash as the story grows. Be a part of our community and join the ongoing conversation over on Discord. If you enjoy this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening. I never felt so young and alive as when I'm diving into a tomb. And now I'm learning as I listen along, and the wheels are turning, and I started a song. What good word, and I'm gone. Oh, as the story. 